0: talk about content creation in today's time, we see a lot of content about entertainment, education, and a lot more. However, creativity and relatability to the audience are the factors that make the content creator stand out. Today, we have someone who is a content creator who not only entertains the audience through her videos, but at the same time, educates them about various taboo topics, languages, cooking videos social initiative, and many more. Who is none other than Shadshia Tharyon? Hey everyone, this is Mupul. Welcome to the eighth episode of Ignited Spirits Presents Leadership Center. In this episode, we covered a lot of interesting insights on self-confidence, self-acceptance, content creation, journalism, about the great initiative, which was the Kudla COVID volunteers run by Shadshia, and talking about her amazing journey, it was an insightful conversation and a lot to take down. So, bringing to you Shachar's story, the journey of leadership. Let's begin. Hey, Shachar. Welcome to our podcast. It's a very special moment to have you on a podcast today. And I'm really excited about this conversation with you today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Nupur. I'm looking forward to talking with you as well. You know, your social media presence and
0: videos about different educational content, be it different languages, body positivity, cooking, social work, raising up the voice against various taboo topics, current affairs. Every bit of it, it's super creative. And I was really surprised to know this fact that your entire personality, and the work that you do, it totally resonates with your name, which is Satsha. that represents creativity, curiosity, charmness, friendliness, and cheerfulness, so, and that's so amazing to you know.
1: Thank you, Um, actually, my name means witness, but I guess uh, if it you're going sense. by the urban dictionary definition, yeah, yeah. then I'm good with that definition uh-huh. as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so uh, to start with this conversation, uh, let's know about your self-confidence and self-acceptance journey, like how it all began and what at what point you decided to share it uh, with the entire world, like your journey.
1: Um, I think like with a lot of people, your sense of self-acceptance comes with time and age. Like I think as you grow older, you realize that a lot of things that you held or thought were very important when you were younger, aren't that important um for example it could be things like you know like body hair like I used to be really conscious about it earlier but then over the years you realize it's not that big a deal and you kind of begin to see your body as being capable of so many other things like Um, especially if you get into fitness right then you can see how progressively your body can lift like heavier weights and do these crazy things that uh, the external things don't start to matter as much so I think mainly it's just like with age I guess and uh, with regard to sharing it online I think once you are able to accept it yourself and process it yourself then it becomes this thing that you want to tell your friends when they are talking about their insecurities like hey you know it doesn't really matter that much and this is why and this is why it doesn't matter to me and maybe this kind of thinking will help you so i think coming from that perspective is when i started sharing it online as well right because I mean, I, I talk to my, the people who follow my work, like they're my friends and I would share the same thing. So that's why I never felt like it was shameful. Um, I think if a cup like four years ago, if I would have put something out on maybe something like body hair or excessive sweating, uh, I would have been very embarrassed looking at the comments and would have taken a lot of things personally. But now i reached that stage in my life where, I mean, even if someone says that's disgusting, I know it isn't. So it really doesn't matter to me. I just hope that they reach that level of acceptance in their own life someday.
0: Awesome. So uh, were you that confident from the very beginning, like uh, before being the content creator in this era of media? So how was your journey like before being a content creator in the self-confidence scenario, if you talk about?
1: Um, I think I've always kind of, been confident in a way I mean there are things about myself I'm confident about there are things I'm not as much but I've learned to value the things that I'm confident about a lot more and I think that's what you see all the more on social media like I'm confident about public speaking or facing a camera and that's why most of my work is you know in front of a camera Um, so even before that I think like in school like a lot of people I was conscious about a lot of things but um, I think when you, uh, I don't know, when you go through a couple of things in your life, you realize that these things hardly matter in the larger scheme of things. And also when you come across people who point out your insecurities to you and make fun of you for it, that's when you feel all the more that you need to defend yourself, right? Because if you listen to what they have to say and you accept their criticism, then it becomes very, very difficult to live your own life. So I guess that's that's just it. I mean, meet your haters, engage with your haters, find out why they don't like something about you. And, uh, yeah, you can't control what people think about you. Like somebody is going to like you or hate you no matter what. So the end thing is when you're by yourself and you're just like reflecting on what you do or what, how your day was, if you are able to say, okay, you know, it, I was, I had a good day today and I think I handled these situations well, that's a good day. And, I think self-acceptance is the path to self-confidence.
0: I truly agree on the instances that you mentioned right now, like body hair and other things. For example, if I could give my example, I have dark circles and I'm I'm a bit fat also. So people around are sort of ready with the suggestions of how you could get rid of all these things and you know, sort of to fit in the set standard in the society. Nowadays, I just don't care. And you know what? I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm like this and I want to be like this.
1: So <laughs> Definitely self Yeah, isn't it an amazing feeling? Yeah, definitely. Right? So once one person points it out that, oh, maybe, uh, for example, like you mentioned dark circles, right? You begin to suddenly think that every this is what everybody notices about you and this is all they talk about. Well, it's not. It's just like one person pointing it out where there's no other work or no other business. Like, So, you know, yeah, you're, you're really right. Like it, it feels amazing when you just don't care. And you're just happy. And then they begin to think like, you know, how is this person happy? Like, what is the secret? (laughs) (laughs) Self-acceptance is definitely the, you know,
0: the key. Once you have that, then nothing really matters. Whatever people say. Okay. So uh, moving on, like... Yeah, Moving on, I'm a big fan of your Hats to Learn Reels and the Cooking IGTV series, which I've tried, but failed up quite a number of times. <laughs> but still, it was like, it's really entertaining. But uh, apart from being entertaining, uh, it's something which is very informative at the same time, which you're kind of putting up out there with the ideology of uh, how important is not to sort of forget our roots, where we belong to and the culture associated with it, right? Uh, I wanted to ask, like, uh, when you started uh, doing this Reels and IGTV series at an initial stage, was it something planned or uh, what exactly made you start uh, the
1: series? Honestly, it was just trying out because Reels had just come out, right? And so I was like, okay, let me try Reels. Let me try making a video. It was just for my friends. And... I made one or two videos and people were like, oh, you know, they is really fun. You should make more, you should make a series. I was like, okay, sure. So as I, it, it just came with being consistent and just keep putting out videos and trying new things. Even like the IGTV series, um, it was just me thinking, okay, I've tried, uh, I've tried food videos for reels. It didn't work as much. Let me see if I can make an IGTV series. I did it and it worked. And so then it became like a series in itself. So I think the success to developing anything on social media is A, to try something, like put something out. B, just don't be afraid of experimenting. Like if one thing works, that's great. But try to do something else. You never know what will click. And that makes you... um, Uh, a multi-discipline in a way on social media so that even uh, you are developing your skills like short form video content is very different from long form video content. Uh, Food videos are very different from sitting in front of you know camera and speaking. There's so many other things that you learn along the way so um, I'm really Mm -hmm. glad that people are learning things uh, through my videos but more than anything it's been a very nice journey for me as well to learn all these skills along the way. Um, I think it is very important to know your roots and to know languages um, regardless of where you are right I think it's very important that if you're living in a particular state that you at least learn the basics to get around and not just turn your nose up at the languages and be like why should I learn this language because at the end of the day it's only going to help you right it's going to help you assimilate better so I feel like I hope people at least through my videos will look at languages as a form of communication and not use it as a tool of showing your superiority and saying you know, I don't want to learn Kannada or whatever, right? Uh, Because I struggled a lot when I was in Delhi and I didn't know Hindi and it was very difficult for me. Um, So yeah, I mean, I, I see nothing wrong with learning a new language and it's a great way to get to know people as well. Definitely.
0: Now coming to like your venture which you started, you started with the Kudla COVID, COVID volunteers with your co-founders to help people in Bangalore in these difficult times through resources being shared through your uh, website. Uh, so kudos to your initiative. I have seen the page; it's amazing, and I, I guess like it has created a lot of impact as well. So could you tell us about how impactful was it, this journey for you till now, and how the team's efforts made made an impact there,
1: in Bangalore? Yeah, so, um, so Mangalore is a pretty small city. So um, when we had seen a lot of these SOS calls coming in from bigger cities like Delhi and Bombay, we knew that it would be uh, soon a situation in Mangalore where it would be similar, right? Where people are asking for oxygen, medicines, beds, etc. And so we just wanted to be prepared in the scenario that something like that happens, so that we could have a directory of all of these health resources that people could just go to that these resources were verified uh, regularly so that people don't waste time. A lot of the times, Uh, you know, when you post something on Instagram saying bed needed, it goes to like hundred people. Um, It gets sort of lost. People waste a lot of time getting back to you. They call you a dead people just forward numbers to you that aren't even verified. So people waste a lot of time, which is very precious. So I think our main goal with good luck over volunteers was to make sure that everything is in a streamlined process so that if you, for example, are in need of something, you can just go to our website, get the information, get all the help you need as soon as possible. Um, we've seen a massive impact in the sense that uh, just in terms of feedback from people, uh, if they have messages on Instagram saying, Hey, I need oxygen in this place. We've reached out to the people who we know have sources. They've gotten back to them. And then those messages just saying, Hey, we were able to arrange for this. Or if someone wanted an oximeter, we just reached around to our contacts, got it immediately, got it sent to them. That person has completely recovered. So um, it's been a very interesting experience being part of a uh a public group like this and also very nice to see the kind of response we've gotten from the people of Mangalore as well so uh it's been great to be able to use your social platform for something that's bigger than just like funny videos or even like informative videos when there's an impact an actual impact that you can do I think that's where uh you feel like okay uh I'm glad I have a platform now.
0: Awesome. Like, kudos to you guys. Your work is really amazing out there in Bangalore. And I hope, like, people are actually, you know, getting impact from these resources which you're like providing. So, moving on to the next question, like, you have been working in the field of journalism. And if we see how journalism has evolved as a career in terms of, you know, digital transformation to uh, nowadays journalists have to be, you know, tech savvy, Uh, now that's totally different from what it was in the past, right? So, uh, what skill set, according to you, you know, one should have, uh, like, who is pursuing a career in journalism, or you know, who is someone, someone who is interested in you know, pursuing the journalism as a career? So, what would you sh- suggest? To them?
1: So, um, you definitely have to know multiple skills if you want to be a journalist. Uh, apart from the fact, basic things like fact checking, researching, reaching out to contacts, verifying sources, you need to know how to be able to handle a camera. Or if not a camera even a phone because there's a lot of mobile journalism happening now you need to be able to know it's a it's an added bonus if you know how to edit if you know how to script stuff if you know how to tell a story through visuals i primarily worked in tv and digital journalism so for Uh, In that field, if you knew all of these things, you would be an answer to your company. And also, you would be able to handle uh, going by yourself into the field. You wouldn't need necessarily uh, another camera person if it was a scenario where you just had to use your phone to record. And you've seen cases like that as well, where a lot of these hard-to-get stories were captured using mobile phones. Um, Another thing that is, um, if you know how to edit, then even when you're writing the script as a journalist, as a TV journalist, you write it in a way that it's easier for the person who's editing for the story to flow. Like you see a lot of difference when you're in the field, when um, someone who knows all these skills writes a script versus someone who doesn't. So uh, yeah, learn as much as you can. And I think if someone is interested in joining journalism, a good way to start would be to set up your own YouTube channel because that's when you learn how to face the camera and speak. You learn how to script, you learn how to edit, you learn how to post, you learn about SEO and all of that if you want to get into digital journalism. So these are things that you don't necessarily have to do small skills. You don't necessarily have to go to journalism college to learn. And if you do it by yourself, there's a lot more space for you to um, experiment, right? Which you probably would not be able to do on the job. So, yeah, um, I think definitely journalism has changed so much from when I joined, I had this idea of doing like investigative journalism and changing the world. And, you know, very often you realize that that's not really the case, but it's a very exciting field to be a part of, a very interesting field. And the fact that it's constantly evolving means that every day nothing is the same. So it's very exhilarating, but uh, you have to be very committed and passionate because, uh, journalism is like a 24-7 job you can get calls at like 11 p.m 4 a.m whatever uh, depending on the line of work you're in and the pay in India isn't a lot so those are things you have to keep in mind but if you're super passionate just make sure you have some savings uh, and it's it's a very exciting field to be a part of yeah.
0: But uh, Sacha, if we talk about journalism in India there's always this negative image or uh, set. For all the journalists in India especially like even though the student is pursuing journalism it's something which you know the uh, society around us like they tell us that why you're selecting journalism as your career there's something negative image which is set up so what do you want to tell about this uh, entire scenario
1: look in every every profession there are going to be good and bad people right like even if you look at Politics. There are some great leaders and there are some terrible leaders, but that doesn't mean that the entire space of politics is bad. So I guess uh, you have to look at your own skill set and look at it uh, as, as a profession. If this is something you're interested in, if it's something you'd like to do long term, what you want to gain from it, you can do that. Or if... You still want to be a part of communication, but not necessarily do journalism. You can do PR or you can do advertising. There are so many other avenues. Uh, another thing with journalism is the skills you learn are easily transferable. Like the skills I've learned being a journalist has helped me so much in my content creation journey. And in my current job now as a, I work at an ed tech startup. So I work as a content strategist. So it all those skills have built and helped me so much. So um, even if, society around you is telling you that you know don't get into this field it's terrible you look at it in terms of a long-term perspective like you look at it as what are the skills I can learn here that I can take forward in my career as I go on and there are a lot of skills especially working under pressure uh, working very quickly uh, interacting with so many different kinds of people like all that you will learn as a journalist for sure.
0: Awesome. So any last insights that you would like, would like to share to the audience especially the youth watching or listening to a podcast right now?
1: Um just don't be afraid to be yourself. I think uh, I think when I was younger at least I was very conscious of uh, trying to be like everybody else. And uh, I was very scared to try things on my own because I thought, you know, what will people say? I used to be very embarrassed. And now when I look back, like I wish I, there are so many things that I wish I would have done, but I didn't do because I was scared of what people would think. But I think now I'm making up for lost time. Like I'm not really bothered about what, what people say and what they do. So um, yeah, that I really admire uh, the fearlessness that I see in today's youth and this confidence that they have that, you know, I'm great, I can do this, I can do it well. I think that kind of confidence uh, will take you very far, even in your career. And definitely stand up for yourself in any situation. If someone is um, being rude to you, uh, this comes even in the space of content creation, right? If someone uh, is being rude to you, and it's, it's um, unfounded, and unnecessary stand up for yourself and say, listen, you can't talk to me like this, or oh, this is not okay. I think um, from a young age, we are told not to back answer, not to disrespect our elders, but uh, I think you have to be able to protect yourself in a way and set boundaries. Um, so yeah, uh, just understand that you are unique, <laughs> and nobody else is like you. So those are your strengths. Like that is your strength that like you are Nuko This is what you do. This is what is unique to you and nobody else is doing what you're doing. So keep at it and, you know, forget what people say. They will keep talking no matter what. So give them something interesting to talk about.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Sacha. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. We Thank really you. love your work and appreciate all the efforts that you're putting in to educate us through your entertainment and Thank you so much, everyone watching right, right now. Do check out our amazing content on Instagram and YouTube if you if you haven't uh, like checked out yet, and if you're not following her, trust me, you're missing out a lot. So with that, <laughs> with that, thank you everyone for watching and listening to us. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes.
1: Thank you so much, Nupur, for having me. Mm-hmm.